0: Carl? Because that just fits the character and the character arc of uh, the main guy in our movie tonight. Don't you think? Um, yeah, no, I do. I do. Yeah, And that was Old Shoes and Picture Postcards by uh, Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, can study well, that that's more of his uh person who we'll really get into once the movie starts song yep and yep we'll we'll get into that we'll
1: also uh uh talk about uh who wrote all the songs and all that sort of stuff
0: that's what i'm talking that's what i'm talking about
1: absolutely
0: yeah first r.i.p to rico browning who is one of the coolest And funniest mother-puppet you ever could have met in your life if you ever had lucked out and got to meet him. Carl did, and uh, I just thought he was just cool mother-father who loved his fans as much as they loved him. What did you think of him when you met him?
1: I I thought he was great. You know, I I spent about 10 minutes with him at, at Monster Bash. Now, for people who don't know who Rico Browning is, uh. He was the creature from the Black Lagoon. He did all the underwater work, wore the, the suit and all that. Also a director, uh, did a lot of TV. He did one film that anyone with a physical handicap should champion, and that's Mr. No Legs. Um, yeah. And, and just, you know, what I saw him, that's what I talked about more than anything else was Mr. No Legs. Because at that time I hadn't seen it. But I knew about it, and I just thought that was so cool. He was really, yeah, really it's a good It's
0: sad that Mister No Legs is only in the movie maybe for five fucking minutes. Yeah. But those five minutes, yep. just goddamn.
1: <laughs> yep. But still and, cool. Uh,
0: Sympathy to Tom Sizemore's family. He had a stroke and is on his deathbed, and right now they're deciding whether to take him off life support or... Or or, or, or not, you know, let him yeah. die. And one of the people who he was... We called A Comedian's Comedian, died last week.
2: Okay. And that's the Belzer
0: himself, Richard Belzer. uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: we did a a small tribute to him on our network when I was with TC uh, because we both had a chance to meet him. So I actually met Belzer.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, and, And no, you can't tell that story again because he told No, before. I'm not telling but the story. That's okay. The line is, is that if you are a comedian from the 70s and 80s uh, stand-up boom, and you don't have a Beltzer story, you aren't part of the 70s or 80s comic boom.
1: And of course best known for, for munch detective munch on on homicide and and homicide, various other shows
0: uh, let's the uh, law and order uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: law, and order, law and order pedophile
1: special victims unit you know but also the groove tube too which is when i first saw him was the groove tube
0: let's not talk about that piece of shit <laughs> well, I love that movie.
1: Well, of course I've no. Time. If
0: you've listened to this before, Luke, who said who loved it, enough said. <laughs> but, uh, uh. but we got a long ass movie and thirty three minutes of trailers, so we need to get this party started. So, R.I.P. and sympathy to the families of those we just talked about. And tonight, well. Well, today I picked uh, '70s thrillers, and yep. the reason why is usually we've joked about it before, and Sam Pool we joked about it. You know that this genre could be called, including tonight's movie, Payday, our son of a bitch movies.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And go to movie trailer madness. Seventies you know, yeah, thriller. Yeah.
1: Seventies
0: thriller trailers. And we're at zero zero, and we're about to start in five, four, three, two, one, zero. This first one yes, was one of the most controversial uh, thrillers of the seventies, and who? And I'm just surprised it was ABC who made it. No, you and I. Yeah, look. If you don't think that Sam Peck and Paul hated women, one of the first shots of this trailer is choosing George's pit. Give
1: me one more chance. If you don't clear out now.
0: And now one of the biggest problems I had, and a lot of people had, with this movie is that it's hard to get past uh, Sam Peckinpah's dislike to women.
1: Now, Stephen and I disagree about this film. I think this is one of his best, and it is very, very controversial, and it is very uncomfortable. And it's supposed to be uncomfortable. And but it's not yeah, as uncomfortable
0: could... as the PG-13 remake, because how can oh, you take God. a movie I, I want that, that shit. when it first came out, didn't this have an X rating when it first hit?
1: Yes, it did.
0: So you're going to take a movie that was an X rating with extreme rape and violence, and make it into a PG thirteen movie. Something in the yeah. water does not compute.
1: Yeah, the remake. Basically, in the first five minutes, they explain what Straw Dogs is and two times, and it's like I walked out.
0: What is it? Oh, oh, is this the conversation? Yeah. No the Anderson tapes. Anderson Another tapes. this is a great underrated one with Sean Connery. This is one of those who fucking who movies. Yeah. You think that the ma- the cops there is trying to fu- is fucking Anderson who's setting up a big robbery. But it gets very complicated by the end of the movie. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, know. Anne actually a
1: very underrated actress. I re- I liked her a lot.
0: Yeah, and I, why has this movie become underrated? As good and as twisty and complicated as it is,
1: I think it's because it's not seen. We talk about that. No, you yeah. know, I haven't seen you know a real Blu-ray on this or anything like that. And it's the movie I don't think about, right? You know, when in the seventies, and I should. Oh, look who
0: that is! Did you? Who oh. is that?
1: That's Spader. I think
0: this was. What?
1: Who?
0: Who is that? Is that Spader? That's no, not Roger Howard. I think this was oh, Rucker Howard. Oh, that's who that is. U.S. movie. I if oh, Alan King is in this too. And Alan King is in it as a bad guy or a son of a bitch. Nine times out of ten, it's very much worth watching. Yeah. There's Martin Mull. And I love this because they don't try to out-muscle each other or out-fight each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to outthink each other, which is another thing that makes More. a difference. See, Rutger Howard, that was him. Yes. yes. What the? I love... What the <laughs> hell is yeah. this shit? You're in a robin's? Oh, boy! I mean, if you really look and see right here, watch it and see how the heist and everything is taken down. This was a very influ- influential movie.
1: I, I like it. They're doing the the, the uh, uh, doing the split screen. Very cool.
0: Uh, Let's get technical on this. This is not a '70s film, isn't it? Well, it's 1970. You
1: you you argue that it's '69, which I understand. But it well, it came out in the
0: the UK in '69. It didn't hit the U.S. until 1970. (laughs) Right. This is the film, but this is the film that created the cockney gangster genre.
1: Well, it codified it, okay? There were a couple beforehand, some real good ones, too, in the early 60s. But this is the one that really codified it, that made it what it is, what we think of British gangster films today. No question. And And Kane uh, is fucking amazing in this.
0: And... When it very 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 first hit it was an x rating. Yeah. It's another film that was an x rating until uh The Midnight Cowboy back north uh thing. Right. What that means is once they they took the legit movies and even if they were an x rating made them into an R.
1: Yeah. And this, this is a very, very, very dark film. And I must say, this is another one where you don't want to see the remake. Even though Jefferson Richards, who passed away and it was on our show a number of times, uh, produced that one with uh, Sly Stone. No. No. This is the only get Carter. Period. Well,
0: if you remember, when you, we, uh, you asked Jefferson Car- Jefferson about this, he said, I got paid. I got paid nice. (laughs) Exactly.
2: God, it was a killer by profession. And plus,
0: this was one of the films that codified the 70s ending, too.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And if they kept going another 30 seconds, they'd ruin the fucking ending.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Seriously, great film.
0: 20th century Folks. Let's see
1: what this one what is. is this? I have no idea.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Point. This is mine, Kowalski. The story of a complete and utter fuck-up. Yeah he was a cop The cops hated He was a scumbag The scumbags hated But The point of it is No matter what He just kept fucking going This scene was cut out Of the original US version Yep Yeah, yeah, this is, because, this is, yeah. And this, this has one of a- the most brutal. This has well, the most brutal ending of a car crash movie ever, yeah. with a very close second, and maybe a tie with Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry.
1: Uh, one thing I do want to mention, Cleavon Little, who has a very interesting role here Super as a DJ. Super so
0: bright.
1: Delaney and Bonnie. But, uh, uh, Look at he that. He also... Uh,
0: De- uh, oh, hold on. Reed, I Mountain. know Big Mama Thornton.
1: Great music. But what yeah. I want to say is... Hold on. What I want to say is that with Cleavon Little here, that also... Um, uh, what's his name when he did um, uh The Warriors. Uh, the whole thing with Lynn Seekpen as the DJ. Completely yeah. uh, uh taken from this film. Well.
0: I forget what song it is, but Guns N' Roses off one of their songs A Fusion Illusion Two uses that crash, smash, yeah. boom, the last and in the UK version, it's not in the U S. The only person that could love him was Death himself. Death herself. Mm-hmm. Is this Marlowe?
1: Ma- I think it's Marlowe. Which I'm surprised because that's the first one. No, they're only
0: Killer Masters which is the okay. sequel to Marlowe. Okay. This is like the sec first or no, the second story that they used in the Dane Curse. Right. Except this is the better version.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, Dane Curse doesn't work for me. I agree.
0: It's because they take two novels and try to make one miniseries out of it.
1: This is, you know, Gardner was an underappreciated actor, I think.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Rockford Files. You know, and if you love you, the Rockford Files, you need to watch... Uh, uh, that new one with Natasha Lyonne on Peacock. It's good.
1: I've heard very good things about that, by the way. Yeah,
0: she play, basically plays a modern version of uh, Columbo. Well, Columbo.
1: But Carter, Carter, Carter was to... a good, yeah, good, you know, uh, Marlowe. He was a decent Marlowe. A lot of people don't really deal with that many terms. He's never really mentioned. And I think both films, though, slightly
0: problematic, are good, solid, entertaining films. Yeah, the first Marlowe film is more loved and appreciated than the first one because of this uh, hood, I forget his name, who goes in and uh, busts up Marlowe's office.
1: Yeah, that would be Bruce Lee, by the way.
0: Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Murphy, Murphy's Romance, good. Yeah? The Notebook, good. You know why? Fucking James Garner.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: He's just one of those guys when he was in the movie, I'm like, oh, I ain't going to see. Oh, James Gardner's in it?
1: Okay. Yeah. Charlie, too, of course.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Do do do
1: do you, Carl,
0: you got a purdy mouth. Oh, thank you. And I'm going to give you something to swallow. And when I give it to you to swallow, you better swallow it well. What sounds that? scene is a look on John Boyd's face once he realized what's up. Yeah. Those guys are still working as uh, character actors today.
1: Romney Cox is still alive, isn't he?
0: Yeah.
1: Ned's gone. Everyone's gone, I think, except Ronnie. Yeah.
0: But, you know the movie after this that uh, Burt Reynolds did, uh, White Lightning... Yep. Uh, Ned Beatty took it and played the evil sheriff in it because of this movie. knew If he didn't do something different right after one, he would get labeled as the guy who got fucked in his ass. Yep. But the only problem I have with it is that it takes too long to kick in the gear, and it's the same with the book too.
1: And of course, this was the real beginning of 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 uh, this type of film. I mean, we the talk about rituals,
0: survival, talk films. about yeah, survival films. The best one besides this one is a Canadian film called Rituals. Don't forget Southern
1: Comfort, either.
0: Yeah, Southern Comfort, but the one that's true to this is Rituals.
1: Yeah, agreed. And we actually did a uh, commentary watch on Rituals, you and I. No. Yeah, we did.
0: You did it with some woman, not me, because I don't remember that.
1: Oh. I'm sure I did I wouldn't do that with, 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 with race.
0: Yeah.
1: That's your film. I did it well, with you. I know oh, I did I'm
0: giving you this one because I just want to hear your words on this since I've already did, did a two-hour commentary with... Uh, uh, Someone else because well, you were busy that okay. night.
1: Nicholas Rogue. It is an absolute fantastic film. was was uh, done by British Lion. It was thrown away, and it is absolutely not. Well, it's a thriller, but it's not an action film at all. It's much more of a horror film. Well, uh, it uh,
0: is a thriller. It don't turn yeah, into complete sure. horror until the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what that title really needed, Carl? What? A comma. Or would that yeah. really have spoiled the ending?
1: That would have.
0: Yeah, don't. It, 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 it.
1: So the story basically is Donald Sutherland goes to Venice after his daughter dies with his wife, they're they are they are not handling it well. They run into psychics who say that they're they're uh, uh in contact with the daughter and it goes from there and it's creepy as fuck. It also has one of the most unique sex scenes I have ever seen.
0: Yes, it is the it is debated uh, if it's real or not. But one of the nicest things in spoiler, is how it turns out and you got to and you don't get it to maybe the second or third time that Donald Sutherland's character is psychic.
1: Mhm. And, and and Julie Christie, who's one of my favorite actresses of oh, all time. Yeah.
0: And that soundtrack
1: well, the soundtrack is beautiful.
0: Now this is the conversation of all of Coppola's films. This is still the most underrated, and Hackman deserved an Oscar nomination and win for this, not fucking French Connection.
1: The other thing is Alan Garfield there it was in that scene right there. Yeah, uh, should have been uh, up for. Uh, um supported. Uh and of course Harrison Ford is in this too. Um along with Cindy Williams. Very small and roles. Did
0: they make a sequel to this?
1: Uh they made a spiritual sequel to it.
0: Which is I
1: can't remember the name of it, but it's a uh it's a um a foreign film, Eastern European.
0: And- but this is Enemy well, of the State ca- with Will Smith. Hackman okay. plays the exact same character in it. Harry Call? Yeah. Cool. It's a really
1: this is this is by far my favorite Coppola film. Easily.
0: Now this one is one of the best, if not the best Well, one of the best paranoid flailers to come out. Oh yeah. This one should have been in the paranoia trilogy. Mm And Coppola didn't do any of the paranoia trilogy, but this would have fit in with second. Yeah,
1: yeah, with Frankenheimer's paranoia trilogy, absolutely. Yeah. Harrison
0: Ford. That's one of the bleakest and scenes that you can tell. When he's completely lost it, right there. Yeah. Especially at the end of it, right here, this shot.
1: God, great film.
0: No, this is a shit film. You see that smell in the air? that shit it's wafting through the air why which movie? because this movie is shit it will always be shit which
1: movie is this This is this is the outfit isn't it?
0: no oh oh it's no. Sam Peckinpah I'm sorry I made a shitty movie
1: and see, you and I disagree. I don't think it's his best by any means, but I like this movie.
0: It gets too also, goofy like Bert, for its own good.
1: I like Burt Young, Bo Hopkins, uh, uh, Sonny Tevis Group.
0: Dick yeah, Young. I guess he was supposed to play Mako's role, but he couldn't get out of his uh, contract for with uh, Toei.
1: Yeah. The one this thing I really do the, like about this, this and, 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 been, and I'm surprised you don't is is when uh Khan is uh injured and they do that whole montage of him working. This is part of it here.
0: No uh, because no because you live for your disability. You wrap it around you like a crutch. I don't.
1: But it's it's it, uh, to me. I like this film. Uh, again, it's not top notch, peck and pop by any means. But it's entertaining. Certainly better than what, what this Supposed kind of remake this that was going to
0: was going to be. Well, the the character from The Killer Elite is part of a series. Mm -hmm. And what do we got here? That's Jean-Pierre Belladando. Oh, no, no, no. This may be the worst trailer on here for the worst movie on here. Oh, this is Obsession.
2: This is Cliff Robertson. Yeah.
0: Well, it's- it turns out and all that, and he thinks that's his no. wife, and he ends up fucking her. And then at the end of the movie, it turns out he's fucking his daughter. Yep. Yes, he's fucking his daughter, folks. Well, it's This is during his, and he would deny it, his hitch. Well, no, you wouldn't. But this is during his Hitchcock phase.
1: Yeah, his Hitchcock obsession phase. Phase.
0: Not say obsession because that's the title of the movie. <laughs>
1: I know, but it was his obsession. Whether or not, well, yeah. he even said that's one of the reasons he named his obsession.
0: But it's funny. Oh, screenplay by Paul Stranger. I think it's funny people accused. Uh, the palm of ripping off uh hitchcock when he has the most ripped off shot and one of the most ripped off shots in movie history and uh yeah
2: absolutely
0: this movie will be ever for love for one line and one line only oh and absolutely. just the way is omar it tells it is it safe
1: is it safe they even did a uh, takeoff on Gremlins two of that.
0: Yeah. Dave, I love this movie. That's a good film.
1: Yeah. Good, good film, solid film. William Devane.
0: Was this uh, like? Uh, Was this Flesher's first uh, big budget film?
1: Oh no, Blaschier? No, 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 no. Midnight Cowboy. Uh, oh, okay. uh, a number of things happen.
0: Okay. But Lawrence Olivier right. is so good in this.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Is that By the way, where I he runs the away from him? What? Never- um, oh, never mind. Go on. Yeah, uh, they're on set, and uh, Dustin over. Hoffman's running around on set. And he's Chris. like, and Lawrence Olivier looks at him. And he said, "Why are you running, dear boy?" And he's like, "Oh, I got to get in the character, so I got to act like I run. How do you do it? You just seem like you can pull in and out of role." And he looks at him. and He goes, "It's called acting, dear boy. You might want to try it sometime."
1: Well, I will say this very briefly, and I'm not going to go into the story, but John Flesinger actually hit on me. I'll I'll tell that story later. That was on the uh uh, uh that was on the uh, set of the believers, which was the films in
0: Well, there's one thing that we got proof of now. What? John Flesinger has no taste. Exactly. <laughs> I happen to agree with that. Oh, Goldman, no wonder it's good. Coleman oh, yeah. was an underrated writer. He's made some classics yet, that people don't put together with him.
1: Right, Prince, that's
0: pride. That's Coleman. What is this coma? I hope not. I think it's, it's coma. Co-
2: I think yes, it is coma.
0: this is fucking coma. Coma started the the medical shit. Uh, things.
1: Yep, it's coma.
0: Yeah, and that's what this movie'll put you in. Stupid! It, it's at the hospital. They put all the patients into a fake coma, and then steal their parts oh. to sell. Uh, who was
1: the
2: writer? Who
0: did this? He did. Uh, Robin, Cook, he stu- no, Robin Cook. He oh, stuck. No, Robin Cook. This was his okay. bread and butter. It started. He's the one who basically created the medical horror film. You know, horror mm-hmm. novel. Thrillers. Yeah. I'll be like, let's stop them, but let's give me a damn liver first.
2: Getting
1: now forty-two five. Yes, that was zero. Tom Selleck. Doctor can the life. First,
0: got to save her up. It's just funny how many '80s big names came out of this movie.
2: Yeah,
0: Genevieve Bujold, Michael Douglas, uh, Tom Selleck. Not again
1: this this is not a good movie,
0: oh, I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm just talking about the actors are good mm-hmm. somebody's gone too far. Michael Crichton Crichton.
1: directed this.
0: Yeah, and
1: and it's also screenplay. That's who I meant with Michael Crichton. It wasn't Robin Cook. Okay, I'll be back in a
0: second.
1: Okay. And what do we have here? Hello. It's a dog. I still have no idea what this is. I'm back. I still don't
0: know what this movie is. Be glad, because that means you would have seen it if you knew what this is.
1: Oh, Oh, Boys from Brazil. That's what this is.
0: Yeah, Nazi exploitation with killer Rottweilers. Yeah, this not movie now I remember is, what this is. Yeah, this movie <laughs> is bad. Bad. But it was a
1: big hit, man. It was huge. I didn't like it. I thought it was, like,
0: stupid. No, oh, it's very stupid. Not as stupid as the formula, but... It just seemed like a lot of the Nazi exploitation... Films that come out about this time period were very, very stupid. The the boys from the tail. I do
1: have to say about this movie, the only good thing is James Mason. Mason is good in it. Yeah. Yeah, listen to that. Gregory accent peck, peck. do
0: not do a German accent to say no, not even lies. fucking
1: close.
0: He does a German accent like you would do a Tennessee accent.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't try to do a Tennessee accent. I'm not good at accents.
0: And plus, the ending is so fucking stupid. He shows up in the one that he pointed as the real fake Hitler. And then the fake Hitler boy gets his Doberman to bite his uh, throat out. Fuck you, Franklin J. Shaffer. But definitely fuck you, Ira. Oh, Ira Levin, no wonder it's stupid. This movie was a big, gigantic flop. For one yeah right. No, it was for one week.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And then all Three of Mile a sudden, Island, kid. wait, let me finish. All of a sudden, during that week, what hat they said was going to happen in the movie actually fucking happened. Three Mile Island, and within seven days, it went from a gigantic flop a rooney to one of the biggest hits of that year getting jack lemon an oscar nomination for best supporting actor
1: and he's very good
0: yeah but how hilarious is it it went from the big one of the biggest flops of the year to one of the biggest hits in one week
1: it's, everything's about timing, my friend. It's about yeah, timing. Yeah, but they,
0: yeah, but they didn't expect to me all happen. All to happen. No, exactly. it was like the people that made it woke well, up was like, "What? <laughs> the story that you thought couldn't happen just Did. happened." And plus, it's got one the of our favorite. it mus- in early role before diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry but no That's the, that was always the weirdest thing about the thing that I really couldn't wrap my head around what seeing Wilford Brimley without a mustache yes and that and was that there we go that's pretty good. Okay, you give us the movie's intro. Tell us. Okay. Okay, so what we're doing here is
1: Payday, a film by Daryl Duke, 1973. It's one of the most bleak films you will ever see. It also has an absolute incredible performance by Rip Torn. Uh, and just an amazing film, uh, Daryl Duke. I'll I'll give you more information on him later. Uh, and
0: this, but this was, is uh, uh, one of the first seventy. Well, seventy-three. Yeah, one of the first big budgeted seventies redneck exploitation films.
1: I don't even really consider redneck exploitation. I understand why you say that. But to me, it's a character study that's just, and and to be honest, it's it's a big budget. That's your stupid,
0: uh, pretentious bullshit. It's a redneck exploitation movie because it lives in the redneck world of country, whiskey, uh, cocaine, wild women. Basically, the character, Daryl, is based on this is during time when Johnny Cash was at his worst. When it comes to drugs. Right. And this movie played better in the drive-ins than it would at the indoors and down south.
1: Yeah, this was much more down south. The interesting thing is it was a big budget movie for Canada. It was a Canadian film. Um, the other thing about this film, well, is, we talked is, about
0: this before.
1: Yeah, we have. Um, the other thing too is, is, is for me, I don't disagree with what you say, but to me, this is always about the character and because he's just in presence, that world,
0: Carl. And we love you for. Well, some <laughs> of us love you for it. The other one's like, Why don't you just take him out back and shoot him? I'm like, I ain't got a gun <laughs> Well, you know, you're the one who keeps
1: calling me back to do this, so you know. Hey
0: You're much like Well me. when you're constipated you. you go for you pray Well, when you're constipated you pay for every turn that you're gonna get.
1: Oh oh but absolutely. in all
0: seriousness we're on uh YouTube at O-O-O, and I would, and let's get going in five.
1: Oh, hold on just a second, just so people know. This is, uh, the way that you find this on YouTube, there are two paydays on YouTube. You're going to have to put in Kalka Piva Payday, and I will spell that. P-A-L-K-K-A-P-A-I-B-A Payday. Uh, because this one has no commercials. Yeah. And it also has finished uh uh finish, uh subtitles. But this is the way that we can do it without commercials. So just yeah. make sure you do that or palka P A L K K A P A I B A. Hey Dan.
0: And there's another reason that you're predisposed to love this film, but we'll get into that once it's once it starts yeah. rolling. Well, I'm ready when you are, so. And here we go in five, four, three, two, one, go. Here we go. And here we are outside of a redneck bar in the early 70s. Tonight, Morgan. Threads. And what they covered up is that there was a drive-in screen behind the club. That's what they There he is, rip. Yeah. This song makes more sense now that you know who wrote it, right, Carl?
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Three Girls.
1: Anna Capri was a, a, um, a model. She only did a couple of films. She was actually in um, uh, in the Terry Southern film Candy. God help her. <laughs>
0: Let's not talk about that. Huh. And Henry Old Arnold. I remember seeing her in a lot of stuff, at the, a lot of drive-in stuff, the Blondes. Yeah. That's the backup band, Bobby Smith and the Boys from Shiloh. She's only a country girl. Now, that's
1: actually Rip Torn singing, by the way.
0: Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> he's a hell of an actress, but... It doesn't sing
1: exactly
0: really
1: well. Oh, yeah. You know, you would so think that would hurt. the only
0: country them. girl, Full Stain Circle, Loving You More, Babies a Dime, by
1: Shel, Shel Silverstein,
0: Silverstein, whoever the hell he yeah. is.
1: Ah oh, man, one of my one of my heroes, man. Uh, not only did he write songs for movies, uh, he also co-wrote screenplays. And he's a children's author, uh, uh, Where the Sidewalk Ends, The Giving Tree. And I also was hooked up with uh, um, uh, Sylvia's mother, Dr. Hook and Medicine Show. If you would think that that because Rip Thorn can't sing that this doesn't work, but it does. Because they actually focus that he can't really sing.
0: Well, he could sing, but he's pretty much destroyed his voice. Yeah. Right now, he's at the level where he's just cruising on his name. hmm What else do you think he's playing a redneck bar instead of... Uh,
1: You know, a stadium or something like that, right?
0: Yeah. The country girl. <laughs> yeah, all the 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 light, the shark just seeing its meat. Oh yeah. And yes it has uh, Ukrainian subtitles. No, it's actually finished. finished. Finished subtitles. But uh this came out Warner Brothers uh put this out on their so called Warner Select. But it's out of print. Sandra butter
2: everybody comes fan anyway Mr sent my book he said in that case Sandra, why don't look he's puffing
0: on a cigar he's puffing on a yeah. cigar another way to destroy his voice the full term that they used on the poster if you can read it is if you can't smoke it think bend it I fix drink that. it I come out. Fuck I'm right it. Here in the car. <laughs> leave it.
1: Or forget it, wasn't it? Forget it.
0: Yeah, le yeah, forget it. Yeah, if you can't drink you know, if we can't drink it, snort it, uh, spend it or fuck it, leave it. Hey,
1: what? Stay tall.
2: Oh <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, hell, man. So am I. I love that. see a little guy with a screw, you know, seeing him screwing. He just takes a big grin
1: the record sales. Go. 400 people out there, that means without the comps we've packed your place for you. So yeah, it a good show. I guess it was a pretty good show. show. Fucking A, it was a pretty good show. Fucking A. What a hell a... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Knocked on
0: that goddamn door. Did you hear me? I didn't know. It. I, didn't, I didn't hear a sound. See, here's a redneck exploitation. They say goddamn bug it. Figured we should get a
1: piece of the
2: door running anyway.
1: Hell yeah. yeah! One of the things I like about this film is take a look at the uh, the, the faces. These are faces you don't know, so it makes it more real to me. And also the sense of time. This is in the seventies. Yeah. So the the idea with the 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 large collars and everything uh,
0: you know and it's high He yeah you so and so once pieces of the door next time yeah people in hell want ice water yep this is what uh, an authentic southern experience using terms like you know knocking the god damn goddamn door People in hell want ice water. I asked him for Dr. Pepper, and he just
2: stood. You it. Oh.
0: That son of a bitch didn't hear no goddamn Dr. Pepper.
1: Well, that that makes it southern, that's for sure. That's when Dr. Pepper wasn't all across the country. was basically down yeah, south. Yeah,
0: uh... Well, it was not even down south, it was uh... Texas. Texas. And what did he just pull out of that bag?
1: That would be Kentucky coffee. McDonald's
0: coffee and oh, Colonel Donald. Sanders. Donald. He pulled yeah, out okay, Colonel there is Sanders Colonel.
1: at first. Oh, look at the wood paneling, man. It's the 70s.
0: <laughs> Hell, mom's still got wood paneling on her walls.
1: Oh, yeah. The interesting thing, too, is is you take a look at the women in this, and, and they are basically used. So you would think that, the, the you know, they get the most gorgeous women and that sort of thing and push the TNA in this film. The and hell? they don't. Uh, you know, look at these people. They're real. Yeah. And I'm
0: in love with her, by the way. I hope the son of a bitch knows how to counsel so he don't forget to steal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, in the old days, that's how we got privacy. We prayed we had a phone with the wrong cord, long cord. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. By the way, poker game,
1: always good.
2: Hey, say, oh. finally come up with that finally come you look at the letter.
0: Oh God, those cheap hotel beds!
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> that shirt that Rip is wearing is like I need a sunglasses.
0: That's the way they wore the country stars wore that shit. Oh back yeah. In. You should've seen some of the tacky ass clothes I got in pictures from the seventies. God help me.
1: No, oh, listen. I've lived in the '70s. You should have seen some of the shirts I wore. Good fucking god. And maybe the Johnny Cash special. What do you mean, man? What do you mean, maybe? When well, the country cousins are booked. I heard Molly Jackson's leaving the group. Without Molly Jackson, there's no group, so there's an opening. Maybe. Joyce said Johnny likes your payday. The worth about.
2: Three months. Three
0: months. So the interesting thing is, is at, at you notice the name list, they just dropped three times in this thing. Weeks break, mm-hmm. we do the Johnny Cash, we made Buck Owens.
1: Johnny Cash.
0: Four.
2: Yeah. You socked that in solid. Weatherwax
0: smoke us through the northeast like we planned. It's over, Holes. And you know who that's supposed to be, Jesse Weatherwax and his family clan. Okay, tell me. The Carter family. Oh, yeah. This is basically, and you can just tell how he's acting and the way they name dropped it, he's playing Johnny Cash. During his uh, worst spell of uh,
1: drunkenness and drugs.
0: Yeah. Where that meme comes from at one, he's like, you know you you don't give a fuck. What like Johnny Cash doesn't give a fuck until One you don't. Eat the, birthday birthday yeah, cake the, yeah, yeah eating a birthday, eating a whole birthday cake by yourself in the bush outside your house. That's a hell of a picking and grinning. That's how June Carter looked back then.
2: Mhm.
1: You know, we don't talk about this movie as a musical, but in many ways it is. It has to be. Well, you know, but but it's not your normal musical. It's not Fiddler on the Roof or My Fair Lady. It's the music is in, in, inherent in the subject that they're talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I told you, have I told you once that my great-grandfather used to play with uh, uh, Grandpa Jones when he'd come out to the house to visit?
1: Nice,
0: yeah. You did tell me that. And that before he married my grandmother, my grandfather played with uh, the Sons of the Pioneers. One of the later versions.
1: Now, now, we had a guy, I was just talking about this with TC at one of our music shows, but a guy in a music store by the name of Randy Bassoon, who uh, played with Doc Watson and with Bill Anderson and actually became the house uh, uh, banjo player at uh, at uh, the Grand Ole Opry, but unfortunately died of brain cancer about six months later. They have a, a, a plaque to him. And so he was-, was the... He was the reason I became really interested in bluegrass as opposed to country.
0: What was the uh, 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 that movie documentary on the session players?
1: Uh, I can't think. Which one are you talking about?
0: It's a. Talk it was Grand a Old documentary Opry. just on no on the session players and the Grand Ole Opry chair.
1: There, you there know. were a bunch of
0: them. There were
1: separate ones. There was one on Motown. There was one on, uh, on, yeah. on Stack. But they were separate ones. I've never seen one about, about the Grand Old Doc.
0: Well, it was just a movie on the session players. That, period. period oh, you I'm know. Saying, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. okay.
0: Session players, without nothing, without, no, when no, no, without, it's something like session players, nothing will get done without them. Oh, yeah. You know.
1: Without a doubt. There, they're, they're the unsung heroes, man. They really are yeah. the unsung heroes.
0: I think that was it. Session players, the unsung heroes.
1: I have to check for that.
0: And look how miserable he looks right here after not being around there. All you see is a whole bunch of... uh... And that's not good booze. That's... Shitty
1: booze. Let's
0: see what it's like. Let's see what the liquid form of gargling razor blades is like.
1: Uh, wild Turkey, man. Yeah, That's a roll Man, that, that dates this movie, the fucking Roll of
0: Well, that whole 349W. Right. This is just right before the area codes kicked in. All
1: right. When they were yeah. still
0: operating, man. Yeah. People forget. Yeah. I'm fifty, and I think uh, phone code, code area codes has only been around for maybe forty-five, forty, forty years. A little more than
1: that. We're in the 2020s, so. A little, so-
0: little more.
1: You know, they were... okay. Course,
0: 2023,
1: so I, man. Okay, so I but, was born in 58. I'm 65 years old. Uh, I remember talking to, to to operators well into the early 70s. Uh, but I think by that time, there were area codes. In fact, I'm sure there were.
0: Yeah. And if you went to a hotel like that, you didn't even bother trying to find something on TV. Because no. there's no way you're going to get a good signal. Uh, uh,
1: forgive me. I just got a Charlie Horse.
0: What was that other film that he did around the same time that with uh, Sally Kellerman where he played the shrink? That was another self-destructive motherfucker.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not sure. Let me check. I'll find out.
0: Yeah, it's the one it, I think it was one of the first mainstream film. Well, it was the first mainstream film to have a fully lit blow job in it.
1: Uh I thought that that was well, this one wasn't fully lit. There there is supposedly if I remember correctly, a flow job in this. wake
2: up and piss
0: what's on fire. Wake up and piss, Carl, the wood's on fire.
1: Mhm.
0: Tropic of Cancer? Yeah, he was in Tropic of Cancer. There were only like uh, two movies based on Henry Miller's work. Uh, One that I know of. No, three. Uh, Tropic of Cancer... Uh, Henry and June and Quiet Nights Quiet Nights and Cliche Clinchy. Right. Or cliche I don't know which one. The Colonial Inn, I know those places. I
2: when I'm sure
0: um, what's what's calling thirty seconds equal? Fucked out.
2: <laughs>
0: Miller, high no Miller gold. <laughs> That's how I sound before I go use the... That's how I sound when I go use the bathroom nowadays.
2: We
0: going some birds <laughs> yeah. this is basically Rip Torrance character's bitch, yeah, hey, there's Carl, a turkey
2: <laughs>
0: that's a beautiful Cadillac. It's a little bit quiet. For the usual kind of Cadillac Country Singer cars that you would see in the oh, you, you,
1: '70s, uh, this this is an interesting relationship.
2: Or we'll come out here to clean up. Makes it a mess. You don't
1: have the strength. No more, honey. Get up. The well, get the woman in here. She'll do it for you. I told you that last
2: time. Thank you, you. spend the money too, don't you? You got your money all right? Down. <laughs> Down all the time, honey. I most
1: of the time. No. You know, I'm you are to... right that this is a southern film. I'll give you that.
0: Oh, I'm going this... through this mess uh, right now with uh, my mom. Yeah, I know you. Are.
1: I know. And give her my love, and give her a big hug for me.
0: Yeah. The Candyman can. You don't ever come to see your mama anymore.
2: <laughs>
1: I love that 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 smile when she gets the drugs, man. Funny thing is, you know. His life is fucked up, but it just shows you, matter of fact, there's no uh, moralizing in this film, really. You have to make your own decision how, you know, what, why he is the way he is. And I think that's one of the best things about this film. You know, so many movies are so oh, good. manipulative but and tell you how that. to think and how to and how to, to react, and this does not.
0: This gives, this thing gives, that thing right there just gave me a headache.
2: Because
0: I can remember, uh, no names flying next to me on the floor, uh, hit me upside the head with, uh, what it is. Scared the holy shit out of you, and, uh, Vicky. Yeah. Oh
1: absolutely. If you can't take care of yourself, don't
0: drink
2: somebody around here
0: who can. Send the bell to me, God damn it. Quang, boo. Oh, fuck, god damn. Yeah. Man, is I just love how Canada can make itself look so much like The South.
1: Oh, yeah. I was just about to say that. That this was actually filmed, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in Alberta, and I will check that.
0: Yeah. you remember that, how uh, when we had the guy from uh, Canoe Exploitation on the show back in the day? Yeah,
1: Paul Carrupe. How how we
0: joked that a lot of the great southern movies was made in Canada. Oh, yeah. I wish uh, Warner Brothers would have put this out with a de- nice uh, rip-torn commentary before he uh, passed away.
1: You know, the funny thing, I was talking to, to Rachel uh, uh, about rip-torn, telling her we were going to do this film, and uh-huh. there's a definite delineation in his career, Okay. Once you get to Men in Black and past that, he went more comedic. But before that, he was much more dramatic. And in many you're ways... Forgetting,
0: I, you're forgetting the, the real delineation. Okay. The Larry Sanders show. Well, I was, actually, if I'm not mistaken,
1: the Larry Sanders that, show, was that before... Because you're right. Yeah, that it was, was before. Larry Sanders.
0: That was okay. before.
1: I was going to mention Larry Sanders. So, you know, there's no question about that. Here
0: we go. I'm not going to say a word like they're shooting a lot out of a one-shot shotgun. Usually it's bam, five, bam, five. Right. If that makes any sense, you know You know, I
1: just noticed something. It's been a long while since I've seen this film. Tell me if you're wrong, If I'm wrong about this, but I see some connection between this and North Dallas Forty. You're on. No, think about the beginning of North Dallas Forty, where they all come and they're going to shoot things, and it's all southern, and that there, there does seem to be something there for me anyway
0: now yeah friends, I'm, that's I'm, I'm, why I'm, you're I'm, wrong I'm, you only look through your eye you don't well, exactly. look on outside eye what other eyes am i going to look through
1: i'm not going to look through
0: yours no you're not going to look no through my eyes. you got to look at the painter what the painter intended uh what colors is the painter did the painter use uh uh what what kind, of, what kind of mood does it look like He was in at the time You only look through your eyes And your point of view And anything else is not worth Your time or bother yeah.
1: No that's not true either Because I'll listen no. to anyone But, uh, but I still have
0: what's, a de- what's a decade
1: The decade's the 70's
0: No The decade is how long I've been working With you And if I oh, haven't God, yeah. watched you watch a movie and understand your point of view and your restrictions of a point of view in a decade, then I should just just quit this job right now and just say, fuck it. (laughs)
2: Well,
1: a friend of mine did say that all my favorite movies might as well just get them all for the 70s and that's all all there is i mean i do I no
0: do admit, that's wrong I'm not, okay uh Come the North 70s city, the no 90s questions. uh
1: oh, we, oh absolutely i agree with you but but the 70s were my decade that was the decade i watched the most movies and that was the decade where where my taste was
0: set no question Uh that's when my taste was
2: uh you're not your
0: hands off. Yeah You don't fuck around with a man and his dog. Take more
2: than a
1: always thought you make all your deals.
0: So here's five dollars. here we go. You don't fuck with a man's dog. I live in the area where a motherfucker got off for murder because he shot a man who shot his dog. Yeah. But what's sad is a bunch of movies that we're just marking off the list because we couldn't find good copies or copies, period, before now. Yeah. It took us around uh, 10 to 11 years to find Book of Numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And it took me about 20 years to find this some bitch. Yeah. No, I mean...
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing this on HBO probably 75, something like that, 74, 75. And I saw it like twice while I was running on HBO. I haven't seen it since.
0: Yeah. And I else well, uh, seen it
1: and just like being blown away like motherfucker, this is a great movie.
0: Yeah. Well early well, early VHS basically told me that the what best kind of taste to have is no taste. Just mm-hmm. go to the damn buffet and try everything.
1: Well, you know, that Having, was the same thing with her. I was just going to say that's the same thing with early HBO with me, you know, because in the 70s, it was all about yeah, getting like as I much said, content. Yeah, I said, you moving. didn't
0: move off of the 70s. The worst thing that happened to you is you didn't have a VCR and you didn't delve into VHS in the 80s. That's the worst thing I can say about you because you missed so much stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. That's one of the big big mistakes I made. Of course, I did do a lot of VHS, but it was all porn. <laughs> I'll be the first one to admit that.
0: That's <laughs> the problem is you didn't have a good porn seller like uh, uh, do, 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 do. New York City Liquidators where they would not only carry porn, but they would have all sorts of bootlegs. Well, you know, the thing
1: about the 80s is I was in New York, okay? So I didn't have VHS. I was in New yeah, York from 81 to 87. Why I,
0: that's why I said NYC liquidators. Mm-hmm. That was no, neat. but Just I did have NYC, and everything. I did have
1: the grindhouses, and so that helped.
0: And there was uh, the flea markets. Uh, Well, no, you couldn't drive, so you couldn't get outside of New York. Yeah, you could. But you didn't live close to the flea markets outside of New York. No, I didn't. That's another plot thread in this movie. That isn't really talking about how he basically... Runs everybody who gives a shit about him off.
1: Yeah. What is that mark on her her face? Hair. No, no, no. Is that hair? I guess it is. Okay. Well, uh, it he's always on the fucking. Uh,
0: and he always no on the Fucking make. Oh, well he does have morals. It's just that He's self destructive. Oh, yeah, green. Like, uh slit malt liquor. Ah oh, God. The champagne of beer. Yet. The champagne of beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As I said, he's always on the make, man.
0: Well, what do you expect with someone who drinks the champagne or beer? Yeah, champagne, but yes. But they wasn't drinking slits back then in the 70s. 70s, the redneck beer of choice was PBR.
1: Absolute ribbon. Yeah, My favorite beer back then that was National, there were two. Um,
0: national Gold and National Reserve. No, no, no.
1: No, actually, uh, uh, Carling Black Label was one. And one, and the other one, which was more uh, um, local, was Utica Club.
0: Uh, yeah, I still say Rip Torn should have got an Oscar for this. I agree 100%. See how self-destructive he is?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: All he cares about having a good time. I'm
1: going 95 miles an hour. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. It is really all my... Life. I'm an
2: entertainer. and
1: I'm just uh, I'm a bit late in front. Why, well, you a moron thing. I'm glad you, right, you recognize me, sir. Recognize you? Well, you're one of my favorites. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well
2: done.
1: Good to you. Good to see you. Sorry I
2: heard it.
1: He the band Make the deal. If he works out, we'll use
0: Hey, like, yeah, he gave his band the uh-huh. clap. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is a very. If you're a pretentious fuck like Carl, you'd say deliberately placed. And I would say slow paced. Yeah. But when the movie really starts to get slow paced, the music speeds up. Oh, God. Cowhide leather seats. Hell, yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Don't bogart hurt that joint. You got it all wet. <laughs> yeah, I've heard stories about that motherfucker be hitting that shit so hard that you have to wring it out after they done.
1: No, absolutely. God, uh, drinking and smoking and, and, and that while driving. Oh.
0: Yeah. Uh, you would hear uh, all, a lot of the, you know, I'm a fan of 70s wrestling and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. They said the most, the road was a boring killer. So they travel around doing smoking joints, uh. Drinking booze, anything to kill the worst thing there is. Boredom. Yeah, the boredom.
1: You know, and that's part of it, too. You know, if you're traveling, you know, you've got the shows, but you got to travel in between. And if you're doing it by bus or by road, that's a long fucking time, man.
0: Yeah, but still, you're living like two hours a night. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly.
1: Uh, Fresno, Stockton. Uh yeah, we're gonna go visit Vicky now in Fresno.
0: Well, not I will. Uh, you she probably Oh, I would with too. But, but
1: Fresno is not. I, I I spent
0: time in Fresno. Not a good town. No. Trust me on that. Well, Fresno and uh, Bakersfield—that was Buck Owens' comp- country. Yeah. The fact that he's cor- uh, he he likes to corrupt people. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I can see why this would play like gangbusters down south, but once it left the south, they'd be like what the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Inside its circle it makes sense because they probably know what the fuck is going on. But Mm. inside the Outside the little circle. Hell yeah, cause Doing it right
1: next to his fucking wife, man.
0: You yeah, know, you at this point, you know. She... What?
1: Girl, I, I just said, you know that this is going to go bad sooner or later. It's going to go real fucking bad.
0: It already has gone bad. He lost one of his uh, leads.
1: And he's going to lose everyone. And you can tell just by the way he acts. So it becomes, you know, you know it's going to happen. So it's like, why do you keep watching it? Because he's just such, uh, you know, there's just something that you have to follow him with.
0: There's no proof of, if you listen to that band, that sounds like old school Dr. Hook. Yeah,
1: it does.
2: Just stop. DJ, Okay. Okay. Hey, Paul,
0: I know that he hates the uh, Little shit part of the work. The glad handing yeah. and stuff. Married
2: twice,
1: got a bond, I am Bob Junior. This is got a wife named Felicia. Alicia. Alicia. Fisher.
2: Oh <laughs> ho ho! ho! <laughs> it
1: won't have nothing to do with you. Oh. Damn!
2: Nice. I You're nice. on your way to Hey,
1: listen, I'm also proud that you found the time for your business. I'm i I think I'm bleeding, so I'm going to cut down the, the uh, and a little bit. If that would help. Looks like of some sort.
2: Uh, over our time. I just them over
0: you are <laughs> bleeding a little bit i think that might be you Stephen.
2: uh
0: who cares
1: yeah true
0: yeah uh, yeah I'll get you some one of them uh fancy quails too, yeah
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah, all this glad handing and all this stuff he does you can tell that that that's not why he's in it
0: for. Yeah. Payola. Yeah. It's when somebody they didn't like didn't do it. Uh, Alan Freed. Got in trouble yep. for glad handing and stuff.
1: Yeah, but that was that was the
0: business back then. That's how how you broke through. Yeah, but remember Murray, uh Alan Freed got in trouble because he was playing black music. Yep. So they brought him up on charges of what everybody was doing.
2: Mhm.
0: See how much you hate that glad hand and shit.
2: Yep. <sighs> yeah.
0: God damn! She was being a BNR.
1: Yeah, she was. Absolutely. Now, do you believe that my dad used to do that to us? Kind of. You, yeah. No, all of us. That happened to Mary. That happened to Charlie, too. Now, they always thought it was kind of a joke, but we didn't.
0: Oh! Ouch! Like I said, you yeah, because I think I've done this to you about a cup about two or three times.
1: (laughs) Now I'm talking physically. Leave us by the side of the road. You
0: think I wouldn't if if we could drive? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't physically do that. You think I wouldn't? No, I think you would,
1: but you didn't do it though.
0: Actually, I wouldn't Not stop yet. the car. I wait till I get going down like a good so twenty or thirty, and just. Oh, shit. Tic-tacs. I don't see how those guys lived on the road back then. Like I said, wrestlers or uh, musicians, I don't see how the hell they lived on the road back then.
1: Oh, man. Rough.
0: You notice they look just alike? Yeah. Yeah, men make good cooks unless their name is Kaper.
2: hmm
0: <laughs> But.
1: Now, I have a question for you, and I'm looking
0: right now. Who Who is this
2: actress?
0: I don't know. I've seen him in a few things.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to look right now. i I got to find out who she is. Oh, she. Yeah.
0: I don't know, but I know I've seen her and some stuff. Probably uh canoe exploitation. That's not
1: Anna Capri. Anna Capri is the blonde.
0: Okay. Elaine
1: Pileville.
0: She got the piles,
1: Okay. H-E-I-
0: yeah, and that's
1: what basically not too much lots of t v particularly uh um uh, canadian
0: yeah all the Once you get into the Canadian directors, they would uh, have the regs who they would use over and over again. The only one yeah. I know that didn't have a stable of red records was that Cronenberg uh, guy.
1: Yeah. But basically, this is
0: the only movie theatrical
1: she did. Everything else was TV, movies, and that, and she didn't do a lot. got
2: One second.
1: No, I mean, she was... Uh, during the 70s, she was in the Rockford Files for episodes so on and so forth, right? Yeah. Well,
0: um, that's one of the big things to get if you got an episode of Rockford Files. But the you know, center own that Owen Marshall. You, you keep forgetting, and I really haven't thrown this up at you as a thing. If you was on TV back then, there was no way in hell you going to get a movie job because they considered TV as the nigger of the acting profession. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But she's really good in this. And it's the only
1: thing I've ever seen her in. She's awesome in this movie. And even get get his birthdays right.
0: I was watching W.E. documentary on Jake the Snake Roberts last night, and that this thing right here just fits how he was when he was uh on the drugs, you know. <laughs> She's got a if you remember uh Uh, Johnny Cash left his first wife and kids. Yeah. There's just so many Johnny Cash references in this movie, it ain't even funny.
1: You know, know, the other person he reminds me of is Waylon Jennings.
0: No, Waylon was with Jeff since the first time he met her. He was a devoted motherfucker. And most of the guys in the outlaw movement, you know, Waylon, Willie, uh, David Allen Cole, those guys, Yeah. they had uh, left the South and moved, left Tennessee and Nashville and moved to Lucanbach. That's where the big... Uh, Well, they started the big country scene in Texas, in Luckenbach, Texas. Right. That's where that song came from. And if you don't know that Luckenbach was uh, the German town in Texas, and good God, it was German, German. Well, looking back that sounds
1: German, without a doubt. I mean with a name like Kaper I kinda of figured that.
0: No, I mean it was uh back then it was a little German village. It had the leader dancers, the houses like in wow. old German, you know.
2: Mhm.
0: If you really want to see what Luckenbach looks like, look up uh, The Naked Witch by okay. uh, Larry Buchanan because he filmed that whole movie and uh, it was a story about the tale of the Luckenbach witch. Now, that's a beautiful halo transition.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh, the
1: director. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just about to talk. So go ahead and talk about what you were saying. I'm sorry.
0: I love it when a director doesn't waste a great sunrise or sunset. <laughs> you know, they're there and they see it and they're like, "God damn, this is this going to be one hell of a sunrise shot? God damn, this is this going to be one good of a sunset shot?" And with yeah. that. Uh, Carl knows more about the man himself. Tell us about the director of this.
1: Okay, the director is Daryl Duke. Okay, Daryl Duke is is someone that's not well-known, but he did two great films. This is one of them. The other one is a great Canadian thriller called The Silent Partner with Elliot Gould and Christopher Plummer. And, and now he did other films other than that. But he was born in Vancouver.
0: Wait, let me say something real Uh, quick. Okay, go ahead. The Silent Partner has gone from an obscure film to pretty much an alt-Christmas classic.
1: Yes, very true. Very true. Okay, go on. Uh, But uh, uh, Daryl Duke passed away in, uh, just a second here, Uh, 2006. He he was uh, Canadian, bred uh, uh, and born and stayed there. So everything he did was in Canada. Um, and, and this was his first big film that he did. He had done a lot of TV. Now, after that, uh, he did tons of TV and lots of Canadian TV. But then uh, he did a film called uh, The Silent Partner in 1978. Followed that up with a film called Hard Feelings in 81. And then finally, Taipan in 86, which is not a really good movie. But the thing about him is is those two films, and along with another film that he did that he took his name off of, Shadow of the Hawk, those three films are really, really good, solid films. Shadow of the Hawk, uh, you could tell it was fucked particularly in, in in the ending of the film but but you know this is a guy that I really really wish had No it was fucked
0: do. in a weird way Shadow of the Hawk had its world United States premiere on ABC Sunday Movie as part of a double feature
1: Yeah I know they never they never released it the theatrical cut here in the in, in the u.s they did in in canada and by the way it was up for a canadian uh genie award uh for Dan michael vincent i believe if i'm not mistaken no uh, dan
0: george no it was no it was
1: the was it dan maybe it was Steve dan george yeah, yeah i guess you are right on that um but but uh, it was never released here in the go U.S. On. I finally go on. Okay, uh, I finally saw it on on HBO, but that was the cut version. So I finally got a chance, you know, you, uh, to see the uncut version on on of all things VHS, and that was really good. You know, when a film is up for a genie as, as you know uh, an acting award which is their uh, Academy Awards, and it's like, get thrown in the toilet here. Something's wrong. But there's Daryl Duke. Three really good films. And I recommend all of them.
0: Yeah, Shadow of the E-Hawk... What Carl did, left out is his, he didn't get to see this uncut and like the rest of us in the U.S. until the Shout Factory double feature This came out. Now, forget what the second feature with it was. I don't remember. But I do remember Shadow of the Hawk was on it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it Back then down south You call someone a sissy Then you You know, you're asking for it
1: Absolutely
2: Oh.
1: Oops. Oh, shit. Now it starts going really downhill. Got
2: gotcha.
0: Hey, like he don't even care. He just tells him to fix it.
2: Fix
0: it. Yeah. Well, shit, I love that. When I said that, he just said, fix it. Well, that's what fixers do, and that's it. what this guy do it. is. It's don't don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Don't do
0: it. Don't do it. Don't do it. The most likable character in the movie, don't do it, man. Okay, if we got anyone listening live, which I highly doubt because we got evening listeners, we're about to go into overtime. Yep. No, 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 not him. He's the nicest motherfucker in this movie. Son of a bitch.
1: And again, all he does is uses people and gets out of his own messes by fucking everyone else up. You no, know, and it begs the question, why are we watching this film when this guy is such an asshole? And, and I actually asked that question at the beginning, and I think I have an answer. Because you're fascinated. You just cannot... It's like watching a train wreck, you can't Well
0: do you remember what I called it At the first of the movies Who really started kick watching it The yeah, uh, it's a, it was, There was enough Films in this Sub genre To make this a legit sub genre A.K.A. The our asshole Genre sub-genre. Or our son
1: of a bitch Yeah
0: Yeah our son of a bitch, which is the quote one of those famous lines, uh, for famous quotes from Sam Fuller. He may be a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch.
1: And the thing, too, is you have a lot of self-destructive characters in the 70s. Panic and Neil, Neil Park, a number of, of drug films. Uh, um, and you just, you know, you just watch them destroy themselves. And that was very, very big in the 70s. And I haven't really seen that as much since then. You know, I've always... Yeah, that's the, because
0: that, uh, pieces of shit like the Strawberry Statement destroyed the subgenre. Well, no, 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 that's not true. I don't think that's true. Because no, it's you, actually I mean, take it's very at, true. Take a look at
1: Straight Time, which was 79. Same thing. I've always said that the decade of the 70s was the the most... Hold hold on, hold on. But the 70s was the most... I know. But the 70s was the most depressing decade in film. And that's one of the reasons. Because it focused on these characters as self (laughs) destructive
0: Well, it came back in the 90s in a big way. And the last Son of a bitch movie. Well, this one you could take off the son of, and just put bitch. Would be body heat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and you know, self-destruction was part of film noir too. Let's not forget that in modern film noir.
0: Yeah. No neo noir. Cause I didn't, if you try to noir, use the word I... neo noir, what the fuck is it near? Some people call this a Neonar. What the fuck would this be near?
1: The Matrix. Neo. Never mind.
0: Yeah, the one. You know, noir is noir is noir is noir. John Ford and the 30s guy created it. The 70s made it depressing, and the 90s made it pissed off again. Yeah, the '70s brought in the noirs, yeah, and the movies like this, yeah. Everything sucks. Everything fucked. And then the '90s, we gave it, the noirs gave the noir the middle finger back. Right. What are you trying to say to me? Oh, really? Fuck you. No, the nicest guy in the whole fucking movie. I just love him. Yeah. Loved him.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: He would, if uh, Rip Torn was a son of a bitch, he would be the PB, the poor bastard. And he is the poor bastard.
1: That's part of, part of the The difference between Payday
0: and a lot of these son of a bitch movies from the 70s. Is we're really floating outside the story in this one. You understand what I'm saying? No, no. Give me a little more on that. We're observing the story from outside the story. Okay, gotcha. We're not in it. Mm -hmm. You know... The closest that it can comes something like this would be the conversation, mm-hmm. because we don't know what the hell's going on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And honestly, if they didn't want to go darker, this would be a hell of an ending for the movie right here, just on this scene. Yeah. But the quote Leonard Cohen. If you wanna get darker, then I'll go black.
2: yeah no. and plus,
0: she lost her father figure. Yep. Look at the look on her face. She realized well, oh, that.
1: Brilliant. And you know he he's going to lose her too. It's all about self destruction, man. And it is apparent from the beginning. And and you know, again, I want to focus that this was very common in '70s films.
0: Yeah, and Cormac McCarthy tried to do a film like this, but failed big time, like The Road. Well, are you we,
1: are you talking about my Monty Hellman wonderful film? Is that the one you're talking about? No, Cormac McCarthy. The Road. Oh, Cormac McCarthy. Oh, yeah. See, I thought you said Corman, and actually, there is some uh, connection for me between this and and Cockfighter, too. But Cockfighter is is different in many ways.
0: Yeah, because you want to fight with someone else's cock. (laughs) Well, you know, Corman said, what the hell was
1: I thinking doing a movie about cockfighting? And it's the only movie he ever lost money on.
0: And that's probably a whole hunk of bullshit. I've always said that. Like, his uh, autobiography was how I made a million movies and didn't lose a single dime. Yeah. I'm like, uh, Bullshit. This is the only time you see him have any regret in this whole movie. Yeah, and it's so unlike him.
1: Of course, he fights. He he uh, he he uh, fights that impulse and becomes who he is at the end. And it's not pretty. I remember seeing this for the first time on HBO about 2 o'clock in the morning. They would only run it real late. Well, well, like I said, it was. was...
0: Go ahead. Remember, this was uh, originally X-rated. Why, I don't fucking know. There's no P-shot.
1: There's no P-shot.
0: When I say P, I mean both P- pussy, penis. There's no pussy shots. There's no vagina shots. There's no excessive cursing. There's no on-screen gore or violence to the to the H. D. Lewis route.
1: No, but thematically, it's nasty. It is nasty. Oh thematically. yeah, I
0: mean yeah, moral turpitude. T- Turpitude. Yeah, turpitude. Thank you. You know, uh... Saying turpitude by itself is easy, but you try, try saying it yourself, that the full thing.
1: Moral turpitude. You have to split the, the words. You can't put right. them together. you gotta got to take that little breath.
0: Never mind. There's Rip Torn's uh, tank. There's Rip Torn's no. ass. Yep. Well, this isn't Maidenhead,
1: that's for sure.
0: I must kill the caper.
1: <laughs> that's, I must kill the mailer, actually, in actuality, in the film. I wasn't anywhere near that film.
0: <laughs> well, we could film it, and I'd probably come after you with a hammer. <laughs> i come after you with great. a spoon. By the way, that
1: was a great shot there. The other thing is he gets out a lot of his his questioning. Regrets song. in this song. Singing the, theme, the yeah. writing of the song is good.
0: He's actually singing Rebel Yell. That's definitely yeah. a southern whiskey. Cheap chit. And in case you're wondering, that's Coca-Cola in the small bottle. That's uh, RC Cola in the in the taller long neck.
1: Yep. So if you were to to say like what what other Rip torn films you would recommend? What would they be?
0: Uh Bade Stone. Okay. I love Norma Mailer, Screwy Ass. <laughs> uh, that, that one, that. uh not Tropic Tropic of Cancer. The one with Sally, him and Sally Kellerman.
1: I'm not sure which one that is. Where he is. plays a psychiatrist,
0: uh, that... but.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one that is. Um, I tell you one I would say is The Man Who Fell to Earth.
0: Oh, God, He's great yeah.
1: In... He's fucking great in that movie.
0: Yeah, and he has the last is. line in that movie, which is just so great the way he says it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Mister Newton's had enough. Yep. But yeah. usually, when I think you of the man who fell to Earth, who do you think I think <laughs> of?
1: Well, most people would think of uh, uh, of uh, David Bowie, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But not me. <laughs>
1: Katie Clark? No. Okay, then tell me. Rip Torn. Well, of course Rip Torn. Well, we're talking about Rip Torn. No, no,
0: no, no. Buck Henry. My bad. Buck Henry. Buck Henry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A character who is casually gay.
1: Yep. There's a couple others I would mention too, and I'm getting there in a moment too, but so give me a moment here. And, uh, coming apart is one I would recommend very, very much.
0: That's apart. That's the one with him and Sally, Sally Kellerman.
1: Right. Coming apart. Uh, he actually, he's actually the the one of the main bad guys in Slaughter.
0: Let's not mention that.
1: <laughs> uh, I will say this: another one you want to mention. Two I want to mention briefly
0: is Nasty Habits,
1: and definitely the private files of Jake or Hoover.
0: Yeah. But let's not mention Slaughter. That movie, Jim Brown was great, and in the an ensemble cast, except Slaughter. And don't
1: forget, we actually saw a trailer today with him in it, and that's Coma. <clears throat> Unfortunately, not a good movie. Another one. Yeah, the, the only movie whose
0: movie. title describes how you'll feel while watching it. Right. But that movie and the other was such is such a pop phenomenon that it ain't Go even
1: ahead. funny. The other, one I want to ma- the other one I want to mention is Heartland, which isn't well known. But he also well, plays that was not,
0: that was definitely an HBO special. Yeah, Heartland is a damn good movie.
1: You know, but those are the ones I would recommend for him.
0: You know why so I called really Heartland right an HBO special, right? Okay. Why? Because it didn't have a premiere in the theaters, only in uh, on HBO is where it first was shown.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw it on HBO. It was great.
0: Yeah. It was great. And most of the movies you'll see Rip Torn in outside of Men in Black are unique, oddball little movies. Yeah. He seldom like to play a normal character. But no, after he, did,
1: he... he Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, you go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. You go well, ahead. I was
2: just going to say,
1: say that that you're absolutely right about that. But when he got on the Larry Sanders, he found that he he could do lighter comedy and, and, and sort of change his whole attitude, too. You know, he he was really good at, like, comedy back, uh, near the, the end of his career. He was very good at it. And definitely the Larry Sanders show.
0: It was taken from a story involving Hank Williams Jr. Yep. That was one of the things uh one of the big arcs and almost famous too wasn't it Carl yeah,
2: about
0: was. uh Cameron wanting to go home from the circus, yep it's weird, but and that's a movie that if you loved music. Uh, or just love movies and stuff, Almost Famous is one of the best there ever is.
1: Oh, I agree.
0: And sadly, it flopped once it hit theaters.
1: Yeah, damn shame.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> Did you see how much in pain he was and just someone touching him? Yeah. We're getting pretty goddamn close to the climax.
1: Yeah, we are. We're almost there. I love how sped up it is. That
0: stuff was sped up. And look what they're playing. Yep. Pride, I thought they was that's one twist the movie didn't have that I thought they would is that that girl would be quote quote underage. Right. God, Tucker,
1: I've been there a of times.
2: Yeah. Pretty much
0: he ain't going to get out Either way he's right. not getting out of this one
1: No he's not But we had our old band back in for a
0: while. Hey, Nashville, huh? Yeah. That's one weird thing yeah. about this show: as we barrel toward the climax, some of our replacement shit is a lot better than the shit we had planned. Yeah. They're pretty much saying that was his only hit. Right. He was a one hit wonder around his head on a big trip right towards the middle. And now this surprised the shit out of me. Yep. I mean, I would expect something to happen, but a heart attack. Yep. What do you think when they had that heart attack, Carl? You're
1: like, holy shit! Where did that come from?
0: Yeah. And the look in his eyes when he had it, you know, he was running so fast that his heart gave out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah.
0: It's still kicking the boo-boo, don't it?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Pretty much Johnny Cash came one inch from dying like that. Yep, I'm not talking about the car crash thing. I'm talking about the heart attack. Heart attack. Yeah. And that's the Carter system. The Carter family singing right here. Yep. If you wanted to see, man, the fact that this was a romantic leaf for Johnny Cash, I forgive you because I'm sure that you did wasn't uh around the country Seen enough to know who Johnny Cash was to really put. Oh, I knew. Karen oh, Cash uh, was, but yeah, but but I was big fan. Of the, uh, little connections they had to him. Oh no, not at all. Like Rosamond, Rosalind Cash, Baggy like Bottomians. I wonder if that uh, was a tribute in uh, old oh brother war yeah, actually, that song
1: was an old song. So yes, the the answer to that is yes.
0: Yeah, Foggy Bottom yeah. Boys.
1: And and again, it's just it's just about self destruction, and there's something fascinating about that. Notice this was 1972, but it didn't come out until '73. It yeah that's because
0: out. that's because it was released in Canada in nineteen seventy two and it didn't take the time to wiggle out to America until nineteen
1: seventy three and it wiggled out basically because uh, uh, uh of h b o well, and, and, no, and that, any I, I'm kind
0: not... of uh, redneck exploitation with the country music and shit like that.
1: The uh, southern, the southern uh, uh, Yeah, uh, it was in. like
0: catnip at the southern thing, like uh, Moonshine Mountain and all that. Oh, yeah. We, lo- we yeah, loved not- our big fucking cars and cars and, you know, moonshine mm-hmm. and all that. You know, but then again, I don't think you're going to
1: find a better uh, performance from from Rick Torn. You're going to find some as good, but I don't think you're going to find a better one.
0: Well, you remember earlier I was saying that he deserved an Oscar nod at least for this. I agree.
1: I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I consider this his best performance. I do that that's personal. It's been a long time since I've seen this, Stephen, and in watching it again, I'm just amazed at how good and how, how uh, well this is, uh held up over the years. I mean, we're talking 50 years now since that film was made. 50 years. That's scary to me. You know? But it it holds up quite well. So what else you got there, sir? What do you got going on? Steven? Steven? I cut out. I don't know why.